T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Jeremy White and Sneaky Joe DiBiase. I'm not going to yell. <laughs> we think. You, you can tell. Like, you can, you're on the verge. You're watching me. I'm like, There's a rant I'm like, ruin. His I'm face like, is turning bright red. I'm like when Tobey Maguire holds back the subway train right now. And that one <laughs> Spider-Man from 20 years ago. Daniel Tiger teaches me when you, when you feel so mad that you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. Please. Stop. Trying to fill receiver spots with people that aren't receivers. Please. I'm asking nicely. Yep. Oh, no. Gasicki will light up as a receiver. Wild idea, guys. <laughs> I got a wild idea. Can we get a receiver to do that? It's not a rant. <laughs> now I want their receivers on the first snap of the season to be Stefan Diggs. Naheem Hines and Mike Jacecki. Listen, a lineman playing tight end makes more sense. Yeah. Than a tight end playing receiver. Give me Jacecki, by the way, played. Tom, Tommy Doyle caught a touchdown pass. He played his you know, Deion Dawkins caught a touchdown pass. Let's put Deion in the slots. Am I asking too much? I just want receivers, man. Yeah. What about what about if they signed What about Taysom Hill? Put him at receiver. No! That would be (laughs) something. Just receivers. On WGR Sports Radio 550. You thought people were mad yesterday. How about today? Bedard watch? I (laughs) did broach the topic of the lottery on the old Twitter.com last night. You jinxed it, I think is what happened. The Sabres are one spot away from a lottery ball. He starts talking about lottery balls and Bedard and the bottom of the standings, and boom. One Ten. Spo- one spot away. Ten. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. Evan producing. Howdy. One spot from a 3% chance at uh, Connor Bedard. Uh-huh. We'll play you the Bad for Bedard song today that uh, that I see. It's like on the T- Canadian Top 40 list. It's like might be the most. Come on. I think it might have made like the, the a parody song about Connor Bedard. Yes. 
What is on the the Canadian top forty list? Isn't it just songs that would be on the U.S. top forty list? No, because Canadian stations are required to play Canadian artists on a certain level. Okay, so there's more Canadian artists on that list than the U.S. That's my guess. Hey, happy Friday! The Sabers got trounced. Yeah, I was at that game. I still had a good time. Did you? How many goals? I'm gonna say you stayed for six goals. How many goals did I miss? Because right. You well, know, no, a lot of them were in the third period. A like lot were in the, the third yeah. period or at the end of periods. Yeah. So it's 2 nothing stars. How much time is left in the first period? It's like, all right, let's get up. We'll go grab something to drink, go to the yeah. bathroom. Miss a Stars goal and a Sabres goal. Two, okay. two Stars goals. There were two Stars goals, I thought, in the final minute. Uh, the first period? Okay. And, and then also a Sabre goal. We saw one of them and missed the other. So, so that's three you missed or two you missed already. Yep. 3-1. Okay, 3-1. Yeah, ni- 1907, 1925, 1935 were the three goals in the first. Okay, saw 1907, thought it was safe to go and let's get a drink, missed the next two. Then second period happens, didn't miss any. Then the third, okay, it's 5-3, 6-3, 7-3, let's go home, 8-9-10. <laughs> and, a, and a Sabre goal and mixed a, in. Yeah, and an Olofsson goal. Like So there were 14 goals and you saw eight of them? Like yeah, I, I, like sixty percent of the goals last that, night. That sounds about right. I saw eight. Wow. What's the most amazing thing from last night? Because I have my answer. Um, I th- I think I have my answer too, but it might be the same as your answer. Is it that Eric Comrie was in for ten goals? Yeah. I can't believe that they did that to him. Yeah, I guess I'm not even telling you he should have stopped or whatever. I'm not saying they hung him out to dry, which you'll always say about a goalie. I can't believe a team that carried three goalies left a guy in for ten goals. I guess what what's the defense of it? And maybe did Granado even talk about this after? When would you have done it? Because it got out of control. It wasn't a bit. It was it, it the six three goal is halfway through the third period. Right, and at that point you might as well just let him finish the game because you don't want to put somebody else on the ice. Yeah, is that is that Granado's thought? But then seven, eight, nine. That maybe that's it. To me, that might be the moment. It's nine three, and there's eight minutes to go. You can't let the guy be in there for ten. Right? You probably think, you know, Dallas is going to stop trying at some point, right? But but they scored four goals in three minutes. I know. At that point, I think you got to think they're going to get 10. They're going to get 10. I can't let that guy be in there when they score the 10th goal and let him have 10 goals on his resume. Yeah. It's wild. What are we going to do with this team? People are. I don't know what to do with this team. People are mad. I want to be mad. I don't know who to be mad at, though. Who am I supposed to be mad at? Comrie? Can't You're, dunk on him today. No, probably not. I feel, feel, ter- feel terrible doing that. The Stars' expected goals was about four and a half. That's, he gave up ten. That's tough. Did I mean, you ever find if that was like the worst game this season by that number? <laughs> I think it, it, it's got to be, right? It's got to be. Yeah. We, we don't even need to. I don't even know if we need to look it up. It's yeah. probably the mm, worst game. Money Puck expected goals about four to four and a half, and they gave up ten. Yeah. That's terrible. But, but am I supposed to be mad at Granado? Am I supposed to be mad at Adams? Am I supposed to be mad at who? Thompson? Well, here, no, right? I mean, here's the thing about youth, right? You're not supposed to be able to get that mad yet. The Devils are as young as the Sabres. They're not blaming youth. Mm-hmm. They're just on their way to the playoffs, right? They're just better. They're just good. They're a better team. They're yep. a much better team. They went out and they swung for Timo Meyer. Not to say the Sabres should have, but... Because they, they already were. They were, what, yep. fourth in the league when they when they traded for him? Yep. But, yeah. but that's a team 
does New Jersey, if they have not like that, point out, well, we're young. I mean, the Sabres have yeah. fallen out of the playoff race and in the last couple games been non-competitive. They were not really competitive against the Islanders. The score was, but they got roasted against the Islanders. They got destroyed against the Bruins. Yep. They were beaten by Columbus soundly. Toronto. Toronto. Like, the, the magic, the vibes, whatever this team had, it is, um, it's on life support. And it's a, it's a good, I don't know, Joe, it's a good question or it's a good look into how people will look at an offseason when you have this sour taste at the end of it. If they do drift, if they continue to, which they've already drifted pretty far, if they go further and miss the playoffs by 12, is everyone mm-hmm. still ready to say, hey, I'm good? I think a lot of people still will be. And there's a point to be made there. I'll keep making the point that on February 23rd, when I posted the poll, are you already declaring the season success? It was like 73% yes. Every single person that voted yes right there, not allowed. You're not allowed to be mad. They're going to try to change their answer, though. Don't I, don't I have to say that if you said it was a success because of development and being you, in the race, that you're not allowed to be mad about it? You do, but people are going to try to change their answer. For sure. The, 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 the feeling is not going to be a success if they finish 12 points out, is it? And behind Ottawa, behind Detroit, that'll be going back. I mean, the point total, it depends. What's 12 points out? They finish with 80, 81 points? They finish with 81 points, and they go behind two teams in the division they finished above last year. Now what are we talking about? We're talking about modest improvement in terms of point total mm-hmm. and wins. We're talking about going backwards in the standings of the division. And then, I don't think you can call it a... You can't call it a... It's at least not like a smashing success. I mean, I don't want to call it a failure. But... Because you were in the race. You were in the race until March. But after last night in Toronto and Boston, I'm left wondering, were they in the race because all of their hard games were at the end of the season and not at the beginning? Their strength of schedule down the stretch, one of the hardest in hockey. Does that mean go to this point it was one of the easiest in hockey? Have they just been beating up on the West? Right. Because it kind of feels that way right now. When they're playing good teams, it doesn't feel like they're really, at least in the, the last you know 10 games, it doesn't feel like they're even in the same league. Well, there's no doubt they've got a lot of things going for them. So I don't think, you know, I don't want it to sound like doom and gloom, everything is terrible. They've got a lot of things going for them. But... I do wonder, Joe, if they do finish, like you said, with 82 points. If they finish with 80, then the highest point total post-Eichel Tank will still be the first season after it. 81 is the mark to beat, <laughs> to, to pass the yep. first year after the Tank. I'd like to see them beat that. I mean, they could still get to 90 and miss, but it is drifting. And there's also a point, I- I'm one to make this a lot, if they lost that game... Five three, it's really not that much different than losing it ten to four. You're going to lose it in regulation. It for a moment looked like could they stay in this game and steal something at three to one? It felt like that at four to two, at five to three. Right, they're not playing well. The shots won. The shots were thirty four fourteen when they're down five to three, or maybe worse than that. And my thought is, as I'm in the building trying to be an optimist, like okay, well. This third period comeback is going to be exciting. And, of course, that didn't happen. And, you know, sometimes scores get crooked with empty netters. If those, let's be honest, if it's 8-4, to four, if it's 6-4, to four, 
Yeah. If it's two empty netters, the loss is the loss. The question is, you know, how do you feel about it when it's 10? Last time they gave up 10, I was also at that game. <laughs> oh, 04? Or oh, uh, it's 0506. 0506. It's the day Miller gets hurt. Miller gets okay. hurt in practice. Marty and Mika Nornan go in the in the game. I'm pretty sure Marty starts, gets pulled. Mika goes in, gets pulled. Marty goes back in. The last time they gave up 10, they pulled the goalie twice. Yeah. And then they went on a furious run, and they were amazing. The last time a Sabres goalie gave up more than 10 in a game? It's only happened one time ever. 1970? Joe Daly in the 13th game in, in Sabre history was the last time. He gave up 11. At least it wasn't the record. Yeah. Let's get some calls in. What are we going to do with this team? <laughs> I think a lot of the answer is just wait. You know, this this would be a growing pain. If they had had this stretch to start the season, it would have been really tough to take. You would have had big-time questions oh, yeah. where they're losing, what is it, two points of their last 12? Two of their last 12. Two of their last 12, and that's right when they get into the playoff race. Two of their last 12. And getting dominated by some of these teams. So we'll get your phone calls in. We'll have fun. It's a Friday. 803-0550. We're going to have you guys decide if Joe owes me money or not. Yes, we need to decide that. It's very exciting. Let's start with Larry in South Florida. Larry, good morning. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. It's <laughs> I stopped watching at 3-1. My buddy in Colorado kept updating me. I said, you can stop. I know what's happening. But all year, and I'm sure you guys are aware of it, I know Paul Hamilton's touched on it. Everybody gets behind our defensemen. And then if you saw that one Jamie Ben tapping goal, there were three guys around him. I think two forwards and one defenseman. And not one of them laid a mitt on him. And I've called you guys before about the same issue, trying to get Chickering. You know, even though Alex Tuck is amazing, and I'm, you know, and I still think we won the Eichel trade, losing him does not allow us to have an excuse get outshot what was it you said 34 14 at one point Jeremy and then the Islanders it was the same thing it was just we got manhandled and what are we going to do with this team well I think you're going to of all your defensemen I want to keep Darlene I want to keep Samuelson I want to keep a power obviously I like Yoki Haru once in a while after that I really don't care I let let's do a defensive overhaul and we might have to do some forward movement, but how can you explain their record at home? And they're losing to teams that are traveling, that are on the second night of a back-to-back, or even it's, you know, three games and two, or two games and three nights and more at the end. We also played, remember, Joe, in the beginning of the year, lots and lots of second and third string goalies. Yep. So now we're playing the teams that really want to move and they're stronger and bigger, and I want to say faster because we are very fast. But look what's happening to us. We're getting manhandled. So it's beyond frustrating. You know, I paid for the ESPN Plus, and I paid for the NHL package, and now I'm just like, what am I doing? So, yes, I did enjoy it, and I think next this year will only be a success is if they take the steps because they're not making a playoff, if they take the steps to make the playoffs next year because they did grow. They did get better offensively, but we got to do something about the defense. And I do feel really badly for Comrie, the poor kid. Thanks, Larry. I I do feel like it not falling on your face at the end here. If they 
have almost the opposite of what last year was. Last year was they finished hot. And didn't everybody come into this season with a bit of optimism that it was going to go better? That they were going to take a step forward because of how the end of last season looked? Which is... Is that wrong? Maybe. They've definitely taken steps forward. Maybe. They were in a playoff race. They were in a playoff spot in February. But if they... If they have the opposite effect this end end of this season, it's not going to feel like it. Or well, what is going to feel like is they need help to take that next step next year. Which the, selling that we can do it internally, organic. Hey, Quinn and Paterka taking steps, Power taking a step. That probably will happen. But doing it internally is going to be a harder sell. People are going to want to see a trade, or they're going to want to see a free. They're going to want to see something. From the G- the GM in the summer that says, okay, we saw the end of the year, and no, we can't just wait around and hope that this all corrects itself internally. Yeah, you'd almost hope that they see the end of the year, and they are not surprised by it, and they think, like, yeah, we we know we are an incomplete team, which they probably do. So part of me wonders, Joe, will a really terrible finish jar them into a more aggressive move? Right, does will that, it spook them? Is that, does that mean that Olofsson and Middlestad are both gone off this team who are contributors and they can play. They're yeah. not terrible. It's just it, it gets to the point where you start identifying where you need to get better, who needs to get better. You know, the, the the end of the season and how you finish, every once in a while I'm able to bring up points from years past, you know, when I would argue about tanking. Ron Ralston finished, I think it was 8-4 and four in April. Cost them Nathan McKinnon. And came back the next year and won four of their first 20. Yeah. Hey, any sort of hey, you get a boost from the way you play at the end of the season before. I mean, I'll never believe that's a real thing at all. No, yeah. I'm not even necessarily saying that that could no. do it, but like, would would the, the team operate differently? Would the vibes be different? Would Kevin Adams feel spurred into action? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Because if they finish strong and finish two points out of a playoff spot, yep. then there's going to be a case to be made you just do nothing. There's probably a case to be made you do not nothing, but little. Tinkering. But the, the basically point, what they've done. Yeah, and Larry's point about Tuck being gone, let's be real. The two times they have gone on massive skids have been times where a cornerstone player for them has been out. It's yeah. never it's never been Darlene for an extended period of time. It's never been Thompson. But the first time was Samuelson, who yep. they, they view as a cornerstone. Right? I mean, they extended him for he seven years. Plays on the top pair. Yep. When Samuelson was out, they lost eight in a row earlier in the year, and then they got it back. And right now without Tuck... I mean, Greenway scores on that top line, but Quinn was up there, and yep, and Skinner scores too. They scored four goals. Ottinger, that's the other thing about last night that's really disappointing. The Stars goalie did not have a good night. They, right. they got shots he, th- through him. He allowed four on 29 shots. It's an 862 save percentage on the night. Yeah. his I would imagine his expected goals was not good, but... They couldn't get shots on them. They couldn't get through. They couldn't get anything going. It was it was frustrating. Eight oh three oh five fifty. I might hone, we, we might be able to hone it in, Joe, to a better question. But right now, it d- does feel like waking up after a game, thinking like, what What are we going to do about this? Right. Feels like the right vibe. I put up a Twitter poll. Here's the Here's the poll. You can vote in it, and if this is you know your vibe for calling in, the poll simply says so. Uh, the Sabers, and you can vote A. Good run. B. Still alive. Or C. I mean, WTF. <laughs> what is going on? So, those are your options. Still alive is in last place. Ben on Grand Island. What's up, Ben? Good morning. Not much, guys. Hey, good morning. 
Yeah, listen, I mean, I know everybody hates John Tortorella. You know, he's kind of a jerk to the media. And they got to assume that he's a jerk in the locker room, too. But I got to also assume that the players love Granado. And I think it's time maybe for Granado to be a jerk. He's got to change something up. Maybe sit one of the, the stars on the team or something. Because something's got to change. He's got to change something in that locker room. We got way too much talent yep. to just act like we don't care. Thanks. Like this team, this team screwed Comrie last night. There were so many wide open stars players. It's disgusting. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, you know the, what we get to on this? You know, sit somebody, or I, I know what you're saying. You want Bag skate them? Like, yeah. What are we? Yeah, what are we looking yeah. for here? And Granado. I think he's he's very popular with Sabres fans because he has handled young players really well, right? They're yeah. happy. They're young. They're just a bunch of kids. Even Thompson and Cousins are young. Darlene, he resurrected Darlene. He's still very young. They are one of the youngest teams. They're bringing up Paterka and Quinn. And Owen Power is in his first full season. Right. He played nine games and then... Or how many games would it have been? It was like eight yeah. or eight or nine. So he's in his first full season. So you don't want him to be some sort of crazy, insane, uh, he mentions Tortorella, who is shattering confidences. Right, like what do you think Tortorella would do with this roster right now? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> but No, but I, I, I get what he's saying, which is simply, it's time to know, this is something that was always met, that always drove me nuts about Kruger. Not to make a comparison, but... In these moments, you want to know they're mad. You want to know that they're burning inside with how upset they are. And, you know, Granado last night says some good's got to come of this. And he's he's going to try and put a positive spin on it. Not in the soupy fake way that maybe the previous coach did. But, you know, he's going to try and manage their personalities. And I, I think I understand it when, you know, the caller says... Do something. You got. You got to show us you're mad. And I also would say, Joe, that all of this is a positive development. I think in the fan base, because this is the shifting into a real team. When you get mad yep. that they lose, when you get mad, mad in when, March, nonetheless. Yeah, mad in March. When the results aren't good enough, you got to do something. You're back in the regular sports life, as opposed to I'm just happy with all these kids that are so friendly and they're a family and we love them and we're, the, the kids of the vibes are off the charts. You transition into a real team when you start to say, "Hey, what the what's what is this? What happened here?" So, I, I don't have the answer for you. We'll talk to Granado on Tuesday again next week, and you know, maybe the questions by then, maybe they've won a couple of games, or maybe it's what has happened. What is your answer? What are you, what are you going to do about this? Yeah, because it's it is falling apart, and it's falling apart fast. Marty in West Seneca. Marty, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Marty, we're good. okay. Okay, you're all right. I'm fine. Good. Uh, the Sabres just aren't good. They're not good. Okay. They're, they're not a good team. They need goaltending. That's plain and simple. It's plain and simple. And they're not good. And take a look at the New Jersey Devils. They, they got the same average um, age uh, of their players. And they're doing fine. Lindy Ruff moves them. Granado's not that good. 
You can't be you can't be a pansy. And you know, oh, you're 23 years old. My legs are tired. Get out there and play. I played like a hundred baseball games in a season. My legs were never tired. I went out there all the time. They're making big money. Go out there. They should be out for a morning skate, a hard skate, up and down the ice. Don't be a pansy, Granado. I w- thanks, Marty. How tired could you get playing baseball, though? You can't get very tired, right? There's not that much running. What? What's? It's, who's the most tired on the baseball? On, on the pitcher, pitcher's arms, the pitcher's arm, and the catcher's legs. Catch. Okay, right. Catcher's legs would be that. I'm not trying to diminish what you're saying, Marty. I, I it's fine. Lindy, by the way, is getting a lot of credit for like changing and adapting this season. That like he's not, he's not the drill sergeant that he maybe once was. So I'm not even sure he's a good example of that. Are they not good? Well, by the standings, I mean it's. I mean, I don't want to say they're not. Again, like this is. Is Detroit good? No. Okay, they're one point ahead of Detroit. Is Washington good? No. They're one point behind Washington. So is Buffalo good? Mm, I think. It, no, it, maybe it, no. It, it depends on your definition of good. right. It depends. Right? Like, like did the Jets have a good season? Yes. Yes. Are they a good team? Not yet. No, but they're right. They're getting there. Maybe they are. Are the Jaguars good? Right. What's your bar? Because like, it, I'm not. I'm not even sure the Islanders are a good team. Right. Like, who's good? Tampa's good. Toronto's good. New Jersey's good. Toronto is going through a bit of this. Toronto's playing like garbage right now, and I'm seeing a little bit of panic about Tampa the, too. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Like, oh boy, you better get informed by the time you get into the playoffs. And the reality is, it doesn't matter how you get that, what you look like. It only matters once you're in the playoffs if you win. They, the difference with the Sabers right now might be even if you say they're not good, they can look good, they can play good. Yep. How many? No, a lot of those games. There's a million. You know, all the teams the last ten years. I don't even think you could really say that they look good ever. Like they would go weeks without having a good game. This team. I mean, even like they throw that Tampa game in the middle of this losing streak. So they're not as good as these teams they're playing. Like that that is where I, I'm not sure like does it have to be an indictment on the coach or an indictment on, you know, the players' personalities or what. Like they're just playing teams right now that are better than them. The Columbus loss withstanding. That is not one Columbus of them. Columbus is playing better these days, yeah. They are playing better. But 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 Boston, Edmonton the stars, like these are teams that are better than the Sabres are, definitively. 803 10 to 4. Tough one. I still had a good time at the game, though. It's Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe. We'll take your calls. Paul joins us not until 8 o'clock this morning, but we'll talk with Paul. It was one of those games, Joe, where I texted Paul during it. It's always dramatic. If I, if, if some, yeah, if I, you already like, know the result. Back the in the day, you know, with Howard, if I texted or called him during a game, you knew it was drastic. And with Paul, it's happened a couple times this year where I've said, man, what is the deal? Is anyone ever going to get mad out there? Forget which game it would have been earlier. Like Somebody's got to get mad. Well, it was the Toronto game a couple weeks ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they got blown up by Toronto. Yeah. Is anybody going to get mad out there? We'll get a break in. We'll get more of your calls. 803-0550. What are we going to do about this? What, what are we, how are we handling their, I mean, drop like a rock out of this playoff race? It, all of a sudden, it is a big, big gap. Snow coming today, too, if that yeah. uh, warms the cockles of your heart. 803-0550 on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. 
Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 